This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Welcome to the Cinevals. I'm Camille. I'm Allie. And we are the, the titular Cinevals. Today is episode we are talking about 2004's Silent Hit. Oh, yes. Spartan. The Spartan. Um, a lot of you may be disappointed because you were expecting us to be reviewing Run for the Money, aka Hard Cash. Um, unfortunately, that movie is really hard to track down. Mm-hmm. It is not available on iTunes or Amazon. It is only available on eBay. Yeah. Luckily. Guys, eBay still exists. Yeah. It's around still. Yeah. Um, Greg has purchased the DVD for mm-hmm. two Canadian dollars plus shipping. And it is on its way to us. Mm-hmm. And it is on its way as just a disc in a disc envelope without a DVD case. And I think this is hilarious. Yeah. I'm really hoping it works. Cause like, remember when things get scratched, they stop working and oh, skip yeah. and stuff. That's a problem I haven't encountered in a long time. True. I gotta tell you, that was the thing that I was looking at the most Yeah, on like condition good. And I was like, okay, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, it's, you can get it on Amazon. I just mm. want to be very clear. Oh, you can oh. get it on Amazon, We're but liars. the shipping is nuts. What's the shipping? Well, it's just normal shipping, but you can't get it from anywhere but the United States. Mm. So we got one of the three copies in Canada, so I didn't have to pay international <laughs> shipping. Great. That's all. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Producer Greg is in the house. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Greg is standing by to insert air horn noises whenever mm. I um, request. Consider the request made. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so instead of hard cash, um, we are giving you a out of order episode. Um, call uh, on the Spartan. Yeah. Which is it, is it Spartan or the Spartan? Um, it is just called Spartan. Just Spartan. Sorry. Like how the band is Drop just, the the is Pixies, not the Pixies. And like, how it's Eagles, yeah. not the Eagles. Right. Uh. So we're talking about Spartan. Mm-hmm. Starring Val Kilmer. That's right. Obviously. Super starring. Super starring yeah. Val Kilmer. He was great. Yeah. Like, he was great. That was, uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. That was a perfect performance. Yeah. 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 I'm going to make bold claims like that. Totally. Yep. Um. So the Spartan, just okay. So <laughs> so Spartan was written and directed by David Mamet, David Mamet, mm-hmm. Davy M, mm-hmm. 
third DM diggity dog. Yep. Um, who is, uh, who... Do the mammogram. Sorry, I had one more. <laughs> I had one more. That was the best. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, uh, for all your, you theater nerds out there, you're probably like, hey, David Mamet, he wrote Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. And for all you movie nerds out there, you're probably like, hey, David Mamet, he wrote Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> And for all you Alec Baldwin podcast fans <laughs> from whatever podcast that might be, Baldwin Boys in the house, yeah. maybe that's the name of one. Who knows? Yeah. You're also thinking, hey, Davey M. Davey M. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I forgot that he wrote movies. Same. Too. I didn't what? know that he directed movies. No, I didn't know that at all. What yeah. other, uh, this is a question for the room and producer Greg here mm -hmm. on uh, the research box mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. uh, what other movies has David Mamet written and directed? Some of the movies that he has written mm -hmm. will uh, surprise you. I know he did The Untouchables. Sure did. Say what? Yeah. Yeah. He wrote the screenplays for The Untouchables, Hoffa, the Edge. Speaking of Baldwin. Oh, that was filmed in Lake Louise. Mm. What's The Edge? The Edge. Other <clears> than <throat> the guitarist for Anthony Mont Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's the bear movie. It's the a trained Kodiak bear. It's oh, like it's the bear. You're thinking of the Revenant. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking of the Revenant. Um he also wrote Wag the Dog, Ronin, and Ooh. Hannibal. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Hannibal didn't do well, right? People didn't like that in general. In general, no. People mm. didn't do well, but mm. it's a, what, what's it's not a, so like what's not so like about Hannibal? So many things. Why don't people like Hannibal? I don't know. I've never seen it actually. What really? Yeah, I've seen the other ones and I've seen the show, but I've never seen the movie Hannibal. I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm. I remember the ending very clearly. Ooh. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it sucks. I remember mm. liking it as a child, mm. but I was a child, mm. so that's fair. Anyway, yeah, DVM. Yes, our, our pal David. That's right. Um, wrote and directed. What else has he directed? The Spanish Prisoner. In 1997. Okay. The film Heist in 2001. Ah, uh, the sequel to Crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other films that Mamet both wrote and directed include Things Change, Homicide, um, uh, Oleana. He wrote and directed his uh, the adaptation mm, uh, of that. Mm -hmm. The Winslow Boy, State and Maine. I think most of these have William H. Macy in it in some way, shape, mm. or form. Sure. Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah, he's great. Then Spartan, and then the film Red Belt, which I believe features Tim Allen. And the uh, really? 2013 Gross. movie <laughs> Phil Spector. Oh. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, that's that's the that's the last one up to this point. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Well, this movie was great. Yeah. Holy five stars. Yeah. Um, I really like the language. Mm -hmm. Um, he, uh, the all of the dialogue feels like it's in code. Yes, because it kind of is because it's mm -hmm. all like police speak. Mm -hmm. Um. I liked the pacing of the movie. Oh yeah, you're in. Yeah, there's. You, there's no breathing room. Yeah. You can't go and 
pour yourself a drink or go have a pee, no. you'll miss something very important. Yeah, this is a pause movie. Mm-hmm. Even, like, I stepped out literally for six seconds to get a little bit of water and i think i'd missed something by the time i came back this is a pause movie it's like an hour and a half uh hour and 46 minutes yeah right exactly right great greg's never been more proud of me (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a tight movie it runs really fast you get right into it yeah i like that the uh it doesn't treat the audience like it's dumb. No. It doesn't try and explain things that it doesn't need to. Yeah. If anything, it's sort of like the experience of having a, like an older person in your life, like a mentor or a teacher or something like that, like have, say a really nice uh, compliment about you, about your intelligence that you're like, oh, I've, I I didn't know I was that smart. And then you kind of try to like, you're like, I better, bu- oh, I'm going to stand a little bit taller to, to live up to this smartness that you think I'm at I feel like that is an audience yeah totally and I'm like I can rise to the challenge sure yeah I am glad that we had subtitles on Mm -hmm. because 100% sometimes I was like I don't did I just hear what I thought I heard I don't know what uh, uh, uh." yeah a couple Um, times I spaced out in the movie because I do that in real life um and and I'd like missed I'd miss something yeah like I'd miss the chain of events that happens very quickly in the movie yeah yeah um yeah uh once again like i just really love the language of it i i mm-hmm. I um said earlier that it it was like listening to shakespeare mm-hmm. in that you know you know the gist but at the same time it's more about like the flow and how things sound mm-hmm. as opposed to making sure the point gets across mm-hmm. does that make like, sense yeah with like every single sentence yeah yeah everything, there's a lot of everything feels like weird cop poetry mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah agreed don't go to the desert there's a, there's an echo in the forest the river is wet don't go to the desert what yeah. was that line i believe it's a reflection in the city mm-hmm. a sound in the jungle mm-hmm. and then he says what about the desert? You don't want to go to the desert. Yeah. That yeah. was an interchange. Yeah. Oh, like, so cool. Yeah. Like everyone in this movie is so, so cool. So cool. And so slick. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's um. Okay. Well, let's get, maybe let's talk about the plot. Okay. So good. Uh, good luck. <laughs> Camille, uh, in three sentences, the... what's the plot of Spartan? The president's daughter is kidnapped. Val Kilmer is number one, tracking her down. Nothing is as it seems. Don't blink. The end. <laughs> that that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't top that. That Thank was you. great. Thanks. Um. So what is they? What is? Uh, Val Kilmer's character's job. Okay, great question. So the opening start, he's training people, he's training military mm-hmm. officers in the woods. Mm-hmm. They call him Master at some point. Master Gunner? Yeah, Master Gunner. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Is that a comment? Is that a thing? Greg? That is a thing. Um, it means uh, Master Gunnery Sergeant. 
oh, that clears up everything. It's a it's just a rank of sergeant that you can achieve in the United States Marine Corps. Okay, cool. and then oh, so he, yeah, uh, we did know that he was a Marine. He yes. was mentioned to be a Marine, so he's training other Marines. You would think that, wouldn't you? But he's not. Kind of. Okay. And kind of not. Okay. He's training. Based on this, and this is the I'm just reading the Wikipedia plot synopsis here. Great. Um, he is there to evaluate Delta candidates. Delta Force is the elite. Delta Force. Delta Force. Yeah, it's it's a real thing, and it's a it's the elite <gasps> special forces unit in uh, the United States Marine Corps. Whoa. Um, however, this movie gives you no hint whatsoever Mm -mm. that he is there. They don't say the word Delta. This is probably why I love this movie so much is because of what you guys were just saying. It's just like it it doesn't treat you like you're an idiot. Totally. Does it matter that it's Delta Force? No. No. We know they're super Mm -hmm. cops. Yeah. They're gonna they're great at what they do. Yeah. And we get that from Val Kilmer's first words. Mm -hmm. He's just awesome from the get go. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. He's introduced sitting down, giving people commands through just hand signals. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's telling Derek Luke to be like, give up your number. That's okay. No one will judge you. Yeah. Just give quit. up your number, quit and go home. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And it's like he has all the power mm-hmm. in this movie. And you feel, oh man, uh, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Um, yeah, so he's a he's a Marine, and then he gets uh drafted to he 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 gets like extracted basically because they like pull him over and just like give him a a code yeah and then he shows up and then he like hits the ground running yeah what like the main question is like when was the last time you slept it's not significant (laughs) such a great line yeah yeah so cool. He's so cool in this movie. Yeah. And the, then, yeah. Then, like, the second the plot starts, they're in an interrogation room and he's already punching someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's very exciting. Oh, yes. It's Holy shit. thrilling. That was the moment when I was like, yeah, I'm in this. Mm-hmm. Yep. It hooked me mm-hmm. very quickly. Um, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Val Kilmer comes on. He's mm-hmm. the Marine. Not in charge, but he's been brought in as a. No, he he's saying, a worker bee. Yeah, he's a worker bee. Kip saying he's good at taking orders, yeah. etc. Um, and so we've got a lot of people in here. Uh, some of the other cast uh, in in this movie here, we've got uh, William H Macy comes in in mm-hmm. a little bit. He's not there from the top. We Mm-mm. we cool it on H Macy for a bit. Yep. he's lightly in the movie. Yep, I would say uh, uh, he gets the and in yeah, the billing, yeah. which is very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very big David Mamet move. Mm-hmm. Mamet puts him in almost everything. Yeah. Right? Like they're he pals. Was in, he was in Oleana. I think he was in American Buffalo. Um, he's in, like, yeah, they go way back. Mm-hmm. Nice. Kristen Bell is the, yeah, uh, she's the, the girl the, in question. Yes. President's daughter, mm-hmm. first kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yeah. a movie with Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> Shared universe. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. a crossover we need. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Greg. Who else is in this movie that people would uh, Clark, recognize the names? Clark, of? Greg, Clark, Greg, Greg. Yeah, Clark, Greg. Yeah, Ed O'Neill as well. Mm. Oh, yes, uh, Ed. from uh, Married with Children and mm. Modern Family. Oh thing. yeah, uh, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes in uh, and has a uh, a lot of energy. He is. Uh, yeah. He comes in powerful in yeah. this in this movie. Certainly does. Yeah. Um, everyone comes in with just the 
everyone has the best David Mamet dialogue and yeah. and it's like it's so heightened. Yeah. It is so this close to Shakespeare. Totally. So right. It feels like an Aaron Sorkin movie if it was like better. <laughs> if it wasn't so on the nose. Yeah. If like if Aaron Sorkin understood subtext. Ayo, hot take. Hot take. Coming in, uh, coming in fast for yeah. Aaron Sorkin. That's right. Aaron Sorkin, if you're listening, write in. Yeah. The Cinevals at, <laughs> at gmail.com. I want to ask you about something. What? The character, you you, you, you were saying about uh, Aaron Sorkin um, mm-hmm. and subtext. This movie, I would argue, almost has absolutely no subtext. So my question to you is, what is it about this particular movie that gives us any sort of subtext because this movie is so focused on people just doing their jobs Mm -hmm. and not giving you any exposition or even character background. Mm. But you seem to know all you need to about specifically Val Kilmer. Mm -hmm. What is it about this movie that gives you that? I think it's just the way that he he talks to people. Um, it's in his interactions. Like, uh, there's like times when he's talking to uh, Lieutenant Black, Sergeant Black, Sergeant yeah. Sergeant Black. Um, like at the very beginning, uh, she's like, "If you ever need me, call me." And he just says, "What does he say?" Like, "Thank you, Sergeant." Yeah. He just says thank you, and it's like, you know, he's very curt mm-hmm. and to the point. And, and then he's talking to uh, Curtis, um, and he's like, uh, "Do I know you? Like, how do uh, it?" Uh, I'm explaining it so poorly, um, but yeah, just like the differences between him talking to Lieutenant Back Black. Or, sorry, Sergeant Black and I don't know. Just Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, it's just his name is just Curtis. He only oh. know, goes by Curtis. He doesn't get a. He doesn't have a last name or a rank. Oh. Is he, isn't he even just Private Curtis? Nope. Oh. Just Curtis? Just Curtis? In the cast list, it's, it's just Curtis. Oh. Well, I mean, William H. Macy's character is just named Stoddard. All right. Oh, okay. That's a mammoth movie. Oh, okay. yeah. Some people only get one name. Yeah. All right. Um, and then when he's talking to Curtis, it's just so like curt and to the point. And yeah, it just, you just sort of get a sense of what his priorities are. And then, you know, the whole, how much sleep have you had? Like when was the last time you got any sleep? Not significant. And yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Yeah. And even, I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves too, too much in the plot here, but you know, eventually when he does go rogue or go mm. Spartan and go in solo to retrieve president's daughter, um, which is, which is a massively heroic, you know, move. And in other, any, and he is, you know, the hero, he is our protagonist, obviously. And in any other movie, you'd have like a Gerard Butler moment when they come together, when he actually yeah. finally saves her. And like one of the, the first thing that he says to her is like, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, and like Allie and I both flinched, like, oh, oh yeah. so mean. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a time for that? Yeah. But oh, I guess that 
He's, he's very much in character. Yeah, he's just there to there. do his job. Yeah. So, it, yeah, interesting. Really interesting kind of, like, reveal there, even though at that point he he's funding the mission himself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So what you're saying is it's his performance and the actions that he's... Right. That he that he carries out. Totally. I would say performance in conjunction with the writing, actions are speaking louder than his than his words. Ooh, that's right. That's Ooh. I think that's like, I mean, like that's a. I think that's a specific, specifically good answer here for just how um, minimalist the the actual script is. Mm-hmm. It only says things that need to be said. Yeah, and even then, it leaves it up to you to really figure out what they mean and by the time you figure it out 10 seconds have passed and you've missed another thing yeah Yeah. i could not follow this movie the first time i watched it oh yeah that relieves me a lot yeah yeah thank you yeah good um something that i am really that i found really interesting was how val kilmer would like just come up with nicknames for people not really nicknames but like in the first interaction with like uh kristen bell's ex-boyfriend he keeps calling him son like Mm. hello and it's like every line he calls him son yeah and then he calls a bunch of people honey and baby and baby yeah and but it's like across like any gender yeah person or yeah Yeah. it's interesting um and in some cases i'm like oh he's like trying to provoke him um uh provoke them um and then in other cases it's, uh, I don't know. I, at the very end, he's holding uh, Sergeant Black and she just says, oh, baby. And it's in a way that like written on a page, I would find that so cringy. But when mm-hmm. he says it, it's like, oh, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's sad. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. sells it so hard. Totally. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Reading it uh, in subtitles is like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you put it uh with his with his performance and it's just I mean, sometimes Mammoth like we've all read Glengarry Glen Ross. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's it's a tough play oh, yeah. to make sing, right? Totally. You need really good actors. Mm-hmm. And this is the, man, this is just his take on a on an action movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because he actually got the cachet to direct it himself. Yeah. So it's pure mammoth. All the other action movies he's made were directed by somebody else. They're so that diluted. means yeah. the mammothness is diluted. That's right. You're gonna get some sort of an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like in Ronan, when Sean Bean turns against everyone, you're gonna be like, oh, I get it, because he's Sean Bean, so it's already explained. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Ronan's great. You should watch that. That's great. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, get there with our podcast. Uh, Sean Bean podcast. Yeah. Uh, Sean Bean there. Sean done that. Oh. <laughs> Sean, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. forgot what i was gonna say because now i'm on to the sean bean cast yeah <laughs> that's a really great and idea. also you know we could also watch the untouchables and do uh uh double sean sean con cast yeah sean con cast <laughs> sean con air cast <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, uh, mercy. Can you imagine how good Con Air would have been if Sean Connery was in it? You know, for a second, because I watched Con Air and The Rock on the same day, I was like, he was in Con No, it's <laughs> The Rock. That's the other one. Ah, oh, The Rock is so good. It is so good. And it's maybe... much better than Con Air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, should we uh, continue to go through the plot? Oh, yeah. I, I know. It, it twists sure. and turns. Yes. There's so- a series of scenes at the beginning like, Isn't they, everything a series of yeah, scenes? Yeah, but I mean, like, there are, at the first act is a lot of him just coming into a room and owning it. Mm-hmm. You have it happen with the Secret Service agent. You have it happen with the mistress of the bordello mm-hmm. um, and a, a, a couple other ones. Um, but, like, this, this movie is, like, def- definitively broken up into, like, I think three very distinct acts. More so distinct than... Than a lot of other uh, action movies, you have the the laying it out, figuring it out, and then you have the the search, and then she's found out to be uh, quote unquote dead, and then you have the rest of it where he goes Spartan when he goes rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, if you want to start in the first part, tell me what you thought about Val Kilmer owning the room every single time he came in there, and what really stuck out to you. He's so cool and hot. <laughs> yeah, like he's mo- so cool and yeah. hot. Like most attractive Val Kilmer moment. Always, always every time. the whole movie. Always. Oh, hot, fucking one hour forty six minutes. <laughs> when he puts the cigarette in his mouth and he's got the oh. shotgun, he's like, "I got some cleaning to do." Oh, oh! yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work, Val. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um. To me, I wrote this as a note on my phone. A part that really stood out to me in that first little chunk there, which is one of the moments where he's coming into a scene, is when he goes into the board. De- no, when he goes into the bar, the black light, mm-hmm. which is like step. This movie is like unraveling. It's almost like a choose your own adventure, but you're going on someone like it's just like and then this and then this clue leads to this place and then yeah. it leads to this place. But it's in a really exciting like it's an exciting thread to follow. Totally. Um. Anyway, so he walks into the bar, the black light, and he goes to talk to the bartender. And she's like, I can't sell you booze after 2 a.m. And he just smoothly says, I'm just paying you that money I owe you. And it took me like 10 seconds, like Greg yeah. said, like the 10 seconds of figuring out. I'm like, oh, they must know each other. How does he owe her money? And I'm like, oh, no, that's what is that what the $5,000 was about in the last scene for cash? Is bribing yeah, money? Totally. Oh, bribing her. Oh, and they're both really cool. I am not slick enough to exist in the David <laughs> Mamet universe. Holy shit. Totally. Oh, we're already one scene ahead now. Okay. Great. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, and like yeah. before that, when the woman, when he's like, I need $5,000 and the woman's like, you need to sign for this. He's, he's just like, like you, you sign, sign for, for it. it. And that was the end of the conversation. I'm like, yeah, that would, it would. It would be the end of the conversation for me. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if either of us was popped into that movie? Yeah. That of like, you sign for it. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm Is sorry. that my job? Oh, oh. I'm just dropping oh. shit in the corner. I would just like I'm spill sorry. all of the money. I'm like, oops, I made it rain by accident. Oh, yeah. you're so cool and hot. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm that bartender and I'm like, oh, I actually can't serve you after uh, 2 a.m. He's like, I'm just here to pay you that money I owe you. What? Oh, you must think I'm someone else. I'm Camille. I, I'm just here to give you that money I owe you. I already cashed out my till. <sighs> Mr. Lowen. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blacklight. 
Mr. Light. Mr. Light. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he would catch on after he starts thumbing out $100 bills like they're nothing? Probably not. Okay. No, Honestly, I'd be like, that's not. a lot of money. Do like, you, you should be careful. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. We're downtown. <laughs> Do you need me to call you a cab? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're such squares, Camille. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm hip to crime. Heck yeah. Crime. (laughs) Crime. Heists. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So that's that's the part that stood out to me in kind of that first chunk of like following the thread and like this leads to this. And he's just like going into places, shaking things up, taking names, beating people up in a really cool way. Totally. Um something that i really liked was like the seeing them fail so like yeah so after so oh gosh where are we in the plot uh let's say like the going through and and beating people up that leads to the beach house the first time totally yeah so he's he's looking for uh kristen bell Mm -hmm. he he thinks that he uh she we think that uh, she got like picked up by some guys because, because like she was drugged in a bar mm-hmm. and then sold into sex slavery. Yes, which is literally my worst nightmare. Yes, um, she was taken. She was taken. Um, and so he he follows the thread that leads to the beach house, and then there's a moment there where like. It's so tense, and the like last thread. This guy gets shot, and he's dying. And Val Kilmer's like, "Where's the girl? You can you can own up to it now." Just like, "Where's the girl?" And he dies. And then that's that's the there's no one else. This is the last it's the last thread. It's a dead end. Yeah. At that point. So then they have to like go back and regroup, which doesn't feel like I don't know if we're comparing it to like Taken. I haven't seen Taken in a while, but I feel like it's nonstop. He never fails. Yeah. That's true. He never fails. He never gets beaten up. Cool. Cool. cool, cool. He is an unstoppable train. Mm -hmm. Taken is boring. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I remember being entertained by it. Yeah. I don't like that movie. (laughs) Well, well, you can talk about it on your Liam Neeson podcast. Yeah. Like every other. Liam on me. Liam on (laughs) me. Like every other Liam Neeson uh, action movie, except what about Taken the, Two. I don't like the Taken series. I just don't. What, what about, about Taken Three? Tac Three N. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Tekken. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Kids got to learn more about tech war sooner or later. True. Uh, moving on. Yes. Yes. I really enjoyed watching them fail and having to go back and like regroup and come up with a plan B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing that keeps happening in this, which is also, I guess, just good writing is like the, these characters have initial problems and then there's worse problems. And then they go, they go all in on solving them, AKA like killing people, guns and helicopters and plans. And then their problems get harder. Like, they are in the shit, this whole movie. Yeah. They keep getting more difficult. Yeah. And that's really exciting to watch totally. them solve. Yeah. Um, so the, so the, so I would say the, the beach house is sort of the end of the first sort of arc. Yeah. And then they come back uh, with a, like, super secret plan. Mm-hmm. Which, like, the setting up for this plan was so cool. Um, married with children guy 
takes Val Kilmer into a hallway and they're like, and he's like, I got a, I can't even, I'm having such a hard time (laughs) quoting this movie because the language is so specific, but like, uh, I need you to do some illegal shit. Is that okay? And then Val Kilmer's like, the door's closed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's very cool. I know. And I feel like a, an extra goober because we just watched this cool slick movie for two hours. And I'm like, like, Oh, he's He's so cool and hot. Uh, uh, Allie and I both mimed um, pushing up, pushing our, up glasses. our glasses. That and I actually exist. pushed up my glasses. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. <sighs> yeah, so then we start this, yeah, this super secret now, like, illegal. And he asks, like, yeah, are you willing to like, do what you have to do? Totally. It's like the theater. It's like the, the theater part. Because yeah. he goes in and, like, he pretends. So um, there's a guy who has a loose connection to... Uh, how uh, Kristen Bell has been taken mm-hmm. and he's being like transported with a criminal who's on death row um, and Val Kilmer like holds up the the gas station that the that the car that the police car is like filling up at mm-hmm. and like fake kills a couple act like cop actors and then for real kills the the convict who's on death row Mm -hmm. which is like oh fuck yeah which i didn't catch that that was a fake i 100 percent thought that was a real like he just shot the police escort the guard like the prison guard yeah who's driving the car and then later and again not really explained Mm -hmm. like realized it like 10 seconds after it happened totally so val kilmer's in the car with the two convict guys drives to whatever third party like abandoned store Mm -hmm. location goes in and then secretly all the cops are in there Mm -hmm. um so he goes in silently like gets a glass of water and they like give him they he shoots the gun a couple times they put some fake blood on him and then in the background we see the the guard that was fake killed with like squibs or whatever yeah like broken on his chest yeah oh which is like like, pan over to that guy he's in the background i know totally like if you if you got up to pee at that moment you would just Mm -hmm. think that val kilmer was a murderer yeah yeah. So, I mean, I think I, uh, once again, I really appreciate that this movie doesn't hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. And that's also, this is also the moment where Val Kilmer's got like the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. He's like, I got some cleaning to do. <laughs> yeah. And then he kills death row inmate guy. Yeah. And He's then, like, I travel oh, light. Fuck. Yeah. And then like. Uh, he has the best one-liner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe the entire movie is just Val Kilmer one-liners, but they're yeah. all really good. Yeah. And they make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he threatens other guy. And then that guy's like, ah, well, what if I could get like a plane for us to yeah, escape on you. tonight? Yeah. Yeah. And then cut to there in the car. It's a, it's a buddy road trip movie now. Totally. I uh, know. Uh, and then they go and stop. Um, because so convict guy got shot in the like yes. or got grazed got shot in the neck and is yeah. bleeding a lot so they stop for like gauze at a local pharmacy and then like uh the uh, the the real cops that are like following tra- following yeah. them and trailing them like go into the car and like have a bit of an exchange with val val gets like a new gun with some some bullets and stuff like that um but then the oh the yeah guy, the curtis convict. curtis well curtis oh. fucks up yes um 
and the convict knows that he, that Curtis is a cop. So mm-hmm. he sneaks out and like finds a shotgun and shoots Curtis and then Val has to kill the convict. Mm-hmm. And another uh, thread. Yes, and another thread bleeds to death. Yes. <laughs> um but twist, then we find out that um Oh, th- then they're like all set to go to Dubai. Like, there's yeah, they set up the uh, whole extraction thing based on the information that they got from the uh, uh, character Tariq Hassan. Yeah, great. And then we get to hear. Uh, then we get to see Sergeant Black again, mm-hmm. uh, who's like, "Put me in, Coach. I'm ready." Mm-hmm. And Take me off the bench. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Val's like, "I'm not a coach. Uh, he's like, <laughs> I'm hot and cool." Yeah. She's like. Agreed. Yeah. Me in. You're really hot and cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let me come with you to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hold my hand? <laughs> and this is what they've got this whole, and they've got like the classic, like, um, briefing scene of like here's we've got this the, is what we're gonna do yeah, the extraction point eye view like team alpha pictures of the thing and everything we're all set up and then can I can I just because this is the big twist this is the big twist of the movie yeah can I ask you guys because I had a very intense experience watching this the very first time because it was like I never saw anything like this movie before. I've only ever seen action movies that are just like, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, I fully expected them to just be like, okay, we're going to bust in uh, Delta Force, bam, and it's going to come out and it's the movie's going to be over. It's going to be like Mm -hmm. an 80-minute movie. What did you guys think was happening? Did you think they were going to like while they were doing that whole explanation is like, who's got the team? Who's got this team? Do you, did you think we were actually going to see that mission? A hundred percent. I was, I was right there. I was like, I'm ready for fucking zero dark 30 up in yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the twist, uh, they're, uh, so they're briefing for the thing. And then there's a news report that says that, uh, Kristen Bell's body has been found in a boat with her professor mm-hmm. and they're both dead and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And then we just cut to Val Kilmer in a bar watching that news report. Yeah. Cleaning a knife. Yeah. And then like other military friend comes up and even, and we're, you know, and we're like, what? No, that's crazy. And then what, what sold me like secondarily, if that makes sense to like, oh, maybe she is dead is like military. So on the news, they're like, Oh, the DNA was confirmed. Like the mm-hmm. nation is in mourning. This is very sad. It's very upsetting. And then military friend comes in and then mentions some detail about oh, her and the professor washed up naked and coked out, and the coast guard dressed them up. And like that detail, which obviously wasn't on the news, yeah, and was cover. It was like cover up within a cover up. Mm-hmm. Like that detail made me rethink. Like oh, maybe she did die. Like we've got like the movie can't be over time wise but maybe she did die. maybe there's a secret twin i don't know no i was always in the camp because you see her little symbol oh that's true she yeah. draws her little symbol on the mm-hmm. on the pane of the uh glass and which is the same pane of glass that gets shot um in the beach house so yes. val kilmer doesn't see it which is really important because i feel like if val kilmer would have seen it he would be like uh no right and then he wouldn't Right, yes. I think you would be more adamant about quitting the thing. Definitely wouldn't have gone on leave. No. This is a really good time to flag his knife story. Oh, yes. 
where he's like, that's a nice knife. And Val Kilmer says he got it off of an East German fellow. Yeah. And he asks him, was it a gift? And Val Kilmer says, no. As I recall, he gave it up quite reluctantly. (laughs) So cool and hot. So cool and hot. I I think now is also a good time to flag Greg's, uh, what would you call it? Not theory, but like fun way to watch the movie. Oh, yeah. I'll let you take it away. Um, People watching this movie for the first time, imagine that Val Kilmer's Batman again. Oh, yeah. While he's watching, while this is happening, and imagine Derek Luke is uh, Nightwing. Yeah. And this movie movie. is so fucking great. And we could actually have a movie like that now because uh, Joker made hundreds of millions of dollars. So maybe something good can happen. Yeah. out Hmm. Out of that movie. Yeah. Maybe an actual good movie can happen um also fun fact about the knife Mm -hmm. there's a way to interpret this entire movie as a knife ad that's right yeah because val kilmer's knife is uh was designed for the film by the knife company severtech and it's called the spartan what yeah there's a knife company that designed a movie or designed a knife for this movie, or maybe they designed a movie for the knife. Only David Mamet knows. Um, They came to him and he was like, here is $100 million. Can you write the world's best knife ad? Yes. And he said, yes, I can. It's like that crazy uh, Turkish Airlines Ridley Scott commercial. Pardon? (laughs) Have you not seen this? No. Uh, Ridley Scott directed a like 15 minute short film for Turkish Airlines. Wow. That's like, I don't know how long it actually is. I think it's only like 15 minutes. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's like a short spy film that is about Turkish Airlines. Excellent. Yeah. It's uh, probably the world's most expensive commercial. Oh, wow. I can't imagine it being not the world's most expensive commercial. It's called The Journey. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. It has a title. How long is it? Um that's a that's a great question. Uh The Journey is uh oh it's it's um I think the uh I think this is just the first part. It's 6 minutes long. Oh no, that um, might be it. That might be the That might thing. be it. Okay. Yeah. Um either way, it looks very expensive. Mm-hmm. Can you look up the uh the budget for that? Uh yeah, Great. I'll work on it while you okay, talk right. about the movie. Yeah. yeah, and then could you also uh, contrast that with the budget of Spartan? I will. Oh, I have the budget for the Spartan. Great. Um, it's uh, 23. 23, you're right. <laughs> Greg's a wizard. Great. So the budget for this movie was $23 Do you want to know how much it made? Yes, I do. $8.1 <gasps> million dollars oh Boston. yeah yeah damn look at like i can kind of see how this would be a polarizing movie because i think there's a lot of dumb people out there who don't get things um that's yeah, true it's why there's three taken movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we only needed the first i like the first one we didn't need two more yeah i can sort of see how this would be a challenging movie for people yes and I can, I can, while I very much enjoyed Val Kilmer's performance, I can mm-hmm. sort of see how people could be put off by it. Mm. Anyway. Like in a yeah. way that he's not a classic hero? Yeah, in that he's not a classic hero. And like, 
he delivers a lot of lines like super deadpan. So I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people might interpret that as like not acting. Yeah. Hmm. What is the opposite? What it's the opposite. It is the opposite. Yes. Very good. It's very, very good. Yes. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Rotten Tomatoes score of this movie is 65%. Which is like 20 points too low. 20, yeah. 20, at least 20% too yeah, low. Yeah, truly. This movie is 10 million times better than True Romance. Oh, yes. Yeah. We put it in the math machine and it yes. came out. Ding. 10 million times better. I think you're so right. I honestly, the the true romance tomato meter score is utterly baffling to yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Greg, here's can you uh give your two cents on your true romance rewatch now that you're here? Oh, okay. Um so whilst I was um I, I listened to your true romance podcast before I, li- I I watched uh True Romance again just to um try and uh watch it with a different read. This time, because mm-hmm. I I love watching movies over and over again, so I can read them from different perspectives, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you guys brought up a lot of points. Um, m- mainly, like there there was a point that I that that I had initially saw where it was like, oh, Christian Slater's character is mentally ill, and they don't do anything with that. Um, you brought up a lot about like the violence towards women which was like not even like women in general but specifically patricia arquette Mm -hmm. and the fact that as soon as they get to los angeles she's she does nothing except being told to shut up Mm -hmm. quite literally by christian slater um it's very strange and something that obviously i didn't clock when i was 16 Mm -hmm. um so when i when i watched it this time i was like what is this movie is that that movie's mostly bad, and I think it has a higher score on the tomato meter because Rotten Tomatoes is mostly filled with critics who were brought up with Quentin Tarantino movies, mm. um, like the uh, the non. Um, I might I might get like really dragged for this, but I I think the non uh, top critics of Rotten Tomatoes are a lot like me. They were brought up with like. Pulp Fiction as one of the cornerstone movies of their lives. And they were like, oh, I'll see Pulp Fiction. That was fun. That was great. It was the first time I ever saw a movie do something different. Hmm. And I want to follow this rabbit hole. I want, and who's the big name? You follow that guy Mm -hmm. and you follow him and you see this movie, True Romance, which is just a very standard action movie mm-hmm. when you really get right down to it it just it's arty because it has narration by a woman at the beginning and end of it and steel drums <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't forget the steel drums oh yeah. yeah um and and it looks pretty like there's a lot of pretty shots yeah. in true romance there's a lot of pretty lighting scenes in true romance and i think it fools you because tony scott is a good director mm-hmm. who passed far too young mm-hmm. um and I don't think there's anything of merit in true romance anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that I thought it that I thought there was. But I think the reason it is 93% on Rotten Tomatoes is mm-hmm. because a lot of it is it is a cornerstone action movie for a lot of the uh tomato reviewers mm-hmm. who are not top critics. Gotcha. 92%. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. 
Speaking of telling women to shut up, um, <laughs> the third act of <laughs> the third act of this movie uh, sort of comes when uh, Val Kilmer realizes that like the the bodies are a hoax, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, goes back. He he goes to Dubai after mm-hmm. Kristen Bell. Yeah, goes by himself, has to figure it out himself. Yeah, he has to do all of the planning. Yeah. Uh, there's a point where he is like, he's bashing his pager on a rock, and it's just after he's like taken the tracker out of his cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's at a payphone and is just like yelling words into the payphone. Yes. It's like, you gotta yoke me out. The man called Jesus. Ah. Uh, uh, I, and oh, it, uh, it just not it could be improvised nonsense words totally like new, the, new set of clothes from the inside out yeah totally yeah, it's like from uh, the skin onward from the yeah from the skin out dawn time means cock a doodle do yeah it's like someone Nancy's wrote a, your mother yeah someone wrote mad libs and yes. he's just yelling mad libs into a payphone yes <laughs> um yeah and then uh and then yeah so he he does all of the planning to get this operation um, to Dubai. Mm-hmm. And then he goes there and then he's awesome. He's like super cool and hot the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He ends up rescuing Kristen Bell. Uh-huh. Which shout out to Kristen Bell. She's great in this. Yeah. Movie. She's so really, really good. Yeah. Totally. Um, she doesn't show up until like the last 10 minutes of the movie, but mm-hmm. she works it. Yeah. That's the kind of part where if she was like, had been in more movies, mm-hmm. she would have gotten the and. Yeah. In billing. Yeah. Or if there was a second character that was even on the level of Val Kilmer. I don't know. Because yeah. Val Kilmer cl- so clearly owns this movie. Yeah. It could have just been like Val Kilmer and then like a whole lot of space mm-hmm. and then Derek Luke and William H. Macy and everybody mm-hmm. else. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone just kind of floats around him. You know? Yeah. It's that kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, he rescues her, and like we said before, he's not like, "I rescued you. I'm going to be kind to you." And I'm she's here not to like, save you. I'm here to. And 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 in response, she's not like, "You rescued me. You're here to save me. I'm nice and I love you. This and is I simple. am from Iceland. I'm from Iceland. I have no trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away on your pony. <laughs> Let's be friends forever. Yes. <laughs> be my mentor. Yes. Teach me how to kill. <laughs> Um, that's an awesome great sequel yeah. idea. Holy shit, Allie. Yeah. Spartan 2. Spartans. Spartans on the run. Yes. Requiem. The Reckoning. What if it's Aww. just what if it's just Spartans with a dollar sign? Ooh. <laughs> uh, what about uh Spart of Your World? <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. I'm nodding. I'm nodding really hard right now. Great. Yeah, it's really uh, good. It's my Spartan Little Mermaid crossover film. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Is it on land? Is it under the water? Who can say? Who can say where the road So then <laughs> we end up in the airport. <laughs> we have the final. So then, oh, the, yeah. then we were like, okay, so there's like, you know, he goes to fucking rescue her and uh, the guy that he hired gets killed. There's a shootout. They're hiding out. They're waiting for a while. Then they get to the shipping container uh, in comes the Spartan by Severtech, the automatic knife that Val Kilmer uses. Yes. And he's cleaning it, and he finds an apple seed and a tracker. Yeah. Ugh. So they realize they're not out of it. There's still more problems. Oh, there's still movie. more problems. The thing is, 
the that moment, like leading right up to that moment, you mm-hmm. get everything from Kristen Bell in two scenes. Yeah. With yeah. with uh, with her and Val Kilmer, and she is like the beating heart of humanity mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. unquestionably. And it becomes really clear to me on this watch that David Mamet is truly at his best writing scenes between two characters, just two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is so good at two-person scenes. It's crazy. Scene in the bar with his military friend, two-person scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scene in the stairwell, two-person mm-hmm. scene. Scenes with Kristen Bell, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. He's Those are the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, him with Secret Service Lady. So good. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Secret Service Lady is really great. Yeah. Uh, so he briefly, right before going to Dubai, he goes to, um, between conversation on the payphone where he's barking words from a dictionary and then going to Dubai, he goes to the White House? Goes to the alcoholic treatment center where the president's oh. wife is receiving oh. treatment. Okay, I wa- okay, that's when I went where I'm like, is he at a tour? That was a moment I spaced out where I'm like, oh, is he in a tour of the White House? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, that makes much more sense. Yeah, so he's there because he, he's got the evidence of like, he found one of the president's daughter's earrings at the beach house and was like, she was there. She's not dead. And then secret service lady like interrupts him before he can get to like the mom. And they have this great scene. Yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah. Where you learned that like she, that like uh, uh, the, the president, like the president doesn't give a fuck that, whether she's dead or not it was like we'll decide she's dead because this is dramatic and we have a re-election yeah soon yeah also she was gonna spill the beans about oh yeah about about his his tom cattery his tom cattery (laughs) as it was said which is a very charming way of putting that i think Mm-hmm. Tom catting around. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then, yeah, and then she has like this beautiful um, kind of piece of dialogue where she says that like she's her mother, that she raised her, and she's got like this beautiful like little set yeah. of photos of her that's kept in the box that the earrings were from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, no one is, it's like the most powerful dude in the world uh, is your dad, and like no one's coming for you. Totally. And then it like cuts to Val Kilmer giving this like awesome monologue to uh, Sergeant Black uh, in the bar of like the king did this shitty thing and we got once again it's like yeah it's like a metaphor yeah I don't know he says something beautiful and then she says something cool back and then they're in Dubai yeah I can't (laughs) she's his ace in the hole. Heck yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, oh, that was his best choice. Totally. Yeah. And then, yeah. so yeah, then then uh, they get to the airport. Oh, this plot synopsis is so all over the place. Yeah. I'm a, sorry, I'm guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just watch the, go, watch the movie already. Oh, yeah. By the way, spoilers for uh, 2004 Spartan. Spartan. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. What In general, I feel like with our podcast, watch the movie first. Yeah. Or not, or in not. the case of true romance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, so then they're at the airport in yeah. Dubai. Uh, and uh, William H. Macy shows up and he's like, Laura, we're here to save you. Come with me if you want to live. Uh, and then Val Kimmer's like, even if you were, even, or, and, uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 okay. <laughs> William H. Macy is like, Val Kilmer's a bad dude and he wants to hurt you. And 
Val Kilmer like just like really roughly like pulls Kristen Bell in and is like, even if that was true, you're leaving here with me. It's mm-hmm. just another like example of like how business Val Kilmer is. Mm-hmm. He's, He's like, so business. He has no energy to put towards politeness mm-hmm. or making sure people think that he's nice. Yeah. Which is cool mm-hmm. and hot. Yeah. He's a boss. <laughs> he's a real boss in this movie. He's a CEO. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a, uh, yeah, there's a just standoff like in the he, airport. He treats everyone just like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. The same. There's one person that he's Equality. nice to, and that is the young sex worker, uh, in the like early half of the movie, yeah, and, and nice he gives her generous. the chance. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I, you got all the slack in the world with me, but as soon as I leave this room, I'm throwing you to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, and then there's a shootout, and then well, and then there's a part where like William H Macy is like wandering through this airport and like spilling all of his evil schemes. Oh yeah, which I'm like, meh. Oh, yeah, I get it get it it's the weakest it's the it's the low point in the yeah. movie right yeah it's like i for for a movie that does such little hand holding um it just felt really out of place agreed it felt like total bad guy monologuing that would be that would belong in taken but not mm. it didn't really feel like it we needed it in this movie yeah is that agreed. maybe a signifier of why he gets someone like william h macy to do it yeah maybe yeah, yeah. that's true so then uh, it comes to a head. Val Kilmer gets shot. William mm-hmm. H. Macy's like, I will go get him. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer's already gone. As Ali said, he's in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's in the wind. Yeah. And then uh, uh, and then Sergeant Black shows up mm-hmm. and uh, and rescues Kristen Bell. Yeah. And gets her onto a Swedish uh, news reporter plane. Mm-hmm. And Deus then, Ex Press. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, uh, William H. Macy is about to, you know, he's he's skulking around for Val Kilmer. Val pops up with the knife and just knifes him in the throat. Yep. And then he stabs the knife mm-hmm. down into the, like, crate that's beside it. And it's like, we get a really good shot of the knife. And it says, <laughs> sever tech. <or> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just flashes on the screen. And we're like, huh. That's yeah. Interesting. I should and go buy like a knife. Com. I should go buy a knife. We should go buy knives. Guys, today's sponsor for the podcast is Knives. Knives. Severtech. Severtech. Oh, speak Kate, jumping okay. Jumping all the way back to the very beginning. Yes. One of the really cool things that made me like, oh yeah, Val Kilmer, you're so cool. Um, Sergeant Black was teaching everyone knife fighting. And then, oh, yeah. and then Val Kilmer was like, "You should teach them killing, because if someone shows up who's trained in knife fighting, uh, comes like, oh, I can't paraphrase <laughs> anything in this movie. It's Greg, you do better. <laughs> Say the words in the nice way." <laughs> uh, he says something like, "If because uh, if if someone comes up to you and tells you that they know knife fighting, you can send them back to that person." in a body bag or something like that. It's something fucking badass. It's something cool and hot. And yeah. I am not cool or hot. So I'm just going to be the one who speaks bad. <laughs> Do you think David Mamet speaks like this in real life? Or Absolutely. he's like awkward as he, hell? He must. Yeah, he must, right? I don't know. What does David Mamet look like? I've never looked him up. David I feel like Mamet. I'm imagining him. Okay, I'm going to picture him based on what I know about Picture him. someone from Chicago. Okay. Oh, that's exactly who I was pick. I was literally picturing those glasses. I've never mm-hmm. seen a photo of him before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's not that old. 
He's 71. He's only 71. Oh, he's 71. Yeah. Pulitzer Prize winner. Wow. Yeah. For what? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Ross? Oh, yeah. You know, I remember reading... I. I did read that play, Humble Brag, because I had to. <laughs> I think that was maybe the fourth or fifth play I'd ever read, like including like Shakespeare in, in high school and things like that. Mm. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, is that what a play is? It's just people talking? <laughs> oh, <laughs> huh. Uh, I really got myself into this. <laughs> uh, I want that quote on a T-shirt and then the uh, credit to award-winning playwright Camille Pavlenko. <laughs> It's just well-written conversations. Is this what a play is? It's just people talking? (laughs) Award-winning playwright Camille Pavlenko. (laughs) I can do this. (laughs) Oh, hell. Oh, hell's bells. (laughs) She. I talk good. It's don't you teach them knife fighting. Teach them to kill. That way they meet some son of a bitch who studied knife fighting. They send his soul to hell. See? See? It's so cool. Fuck, that's cool. So cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. The uh, the Damn. quotes page on IMDb mm-hmm. is so long. Of it's course it is. Script. It's the whole script. Because everything is cool. Yeah. God damn. I'm, I'm sad this movie is not more uh, at least lauded in retrospect. Totally. It's really good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, oh, and then so, and then the very last bit of our very long-winded plot synopsis, <laughs> we get an epilogue where the media spin is like, "Wow, she's back! Um, all of our daughters should be back. They're the heart and soul of everything." Mm-hmm. And then it, they like totally make it into a media spin that's probably going to get her dad reelected, totally, which is annoying. And Sergeant Black gets killed. Oh, yes. It's very sad. It's very sad. Um, And then we see Val Kilmer, who's watching this news release, and he's Mm -hmm. got a beard, so we know that time has passed. And I think he's in England or somewhere in Europe. Trafalgar's were or something? No. I don't know. know. What's the one with the baby and it's dancing? Is that not what that's (laughs) Is that not what that statue is in that square? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, he's somewhere in Europe. He's somewhere Great. in Europe with big marble buildings. Great. Yep. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. What is the passage of time in the movie up until Val Kilmer grows a beard? Specifically between when the, the twist of we found the bodies washed up on the shore and when Val Kilmer's like, I'm going to find her for realsies. What is that passage of time? I think it's only a few days. It yeah, has be, it has like, to be. Her hair has no roots. Because yeah. he gets he gets pulled back into it by Derek Luke, who mm-hmm. has the evidence. Mm-hmm. And poor Derek Luke, who gets shot on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and I think those couple of days was just, like, Derek Luke finding Val Kilmer. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And so it's like he's literally just gone out and he's loading up his truck under, of course, a, a false name. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Val Kilmer's character, do you guys know what his name was? Scott. Scott. Was it? Bobby Scott. Robert Scott. Johnny. Robert Scott is the uh, is the name that uh, Wikipedia gives him. But I honestly don't think that's right. I don't think his name is Bobby. I don't think his name is Robert. I don't think his name is Scott. Oh, and I don't think his name is John because he says his name ain't Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of it's a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's just the Spartan. He's just Spartan. 
Because they like they never you never get a real clear answer on that. That's mm-hmm. true. But as far as passage of time, I think the whole um, try to find these the trying to find the girl initially. I mm-hmm. think that's over the course of a weekend and a bit, mm-hmm. and then another three days maybe go by, and then he's in uh, Dubai. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's probably not much time until he says, "I'm gonna go home," and he turns and says, "Lucky guy." Because Val Kilmer can never go home again. It's very sad. Why can't he go home again? That's why he's in Europe. He can never go home again. Oh, yes. He's a fugitive. Yes. Wow. He's on the run. Yeah. He's on the run forever. Oh, um, quick update. Mm. I would like to thank brand new Patreon member, Braden Griffiths, for... <laughs> <laughs> For joining our Patreon. Uh, thank you, Brayden. Thank you. Thanks, Brayden. very, very appreciated. Enjoy all the bonus episodes. Yay! More coming! Yay! Yay. <laughs> if you join Patreon, you can get a shout-out if we're recording live, just like this. Yeah! Can we uh, call this live? Uh, well, I just got I'm it. calling it live! Watch Um. Also... If we get enough Patreon subscribers, Greg will release his uh, opus, his magnum opus, his Mr. Greg's opus. My 72-minute student film? Yes. Crime? Crime. Crime. A Tale of Lost Haven. That's the one. I will do that. Yep. I will do that. No one will like it. But I will do it. You don't know that. We could record a commentary for it. Yeah, we could. Ooh. I told and you I already did that, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes. <laughs> but like, we would yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, you're not allowed to be in the room. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I would actually love that. <laughs> Holy crap. That would be wacky. <laughs> it would just be us dunking on you for 72 minutes. If I wasn't in the room? He's only 71 minutes, Allie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not in the room. You're still dunking on me. That's that's mean. What? Oh, no. no, no, no. And you have to be there to record the audio. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> and to fact check. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the budget of the Ridley Scott commercial? Did we find? I out? never found that oh, out. It's not on it IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey. Mm. Keeping it secret. I guess. I don't know. Yep. Is that I'm a sure thing? Are. That's not a tax haven, is it? No. I don't know. Mm. Sure. It's a NATO country. Yeah. Learned that. Oh. Go figure. Mm. Great. <laughs> Should we go to mailbag? Sure, go for Hell it. Yeah. <laughs> mailbag. Uh wow, we have a email from a longtime listener, first time writer, Google, <laughs> who wants us to confirm our recovery phone. Uh a close cousin of Google, Google Photos. <laughs> Valley, finish setting up your Google Photos account. <laughs> and a uh, second write-in from Google, security alert. Oh. Ooh. Oh, what's that one? Uh, just a new device signed into uh, cinevals oh. at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Yep. From where? Does it say? Uh, from me. Oh, okay. I just signed into oh, it with okay. a different no, phone. No, we weren't hacked? No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, our secrets okay. are safe. Oh, great. Oh, good. <laughs> If you'd like to write in mm-hmm. to uh, us and have us read your email uh, in our 
our mailbag, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that at the cinevals at gmail.com. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> uh, Allie, do you have any other thoughts on 2004's Spartan? It's cool and hot. Yeah, it's a cool, hot movie. Do you have a yeah. favorite Val moment? In yeah, the I've movie? mentioned it three times already. Yeah. It's him with okay. The oh, that's right. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I thought that was just hottest moment. Sorry. That, um, yes, that is hottest moment. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite moment, I. I did really enjoy the like section where they're breaking into the beach house for the first time and you see Val breaking in through the like scope of the sniper mm. lens, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. The action isn't very over stylized or no, ambitious. It's not John Wick. No. It's not super ambitious in this movie, but it is cleverly presented, mm-hmm. I think. Like mm-hmm. there's the there's a like the sniper mm-hmm. scene is interesting mm-hmm. the way it's presented on the boat and everything like that and the way he handles it mm-hmm. um yeah david mamet has an eye to make action interesting and a little different mm-hmm. and it's not hyperkinetic things happen a little bit slowly like you see the person who's a, who's going to shoot the person in the foreground before the person in the foreground sees the person who's going to shoot them mm-hmm. which is a bummer as an audience mm-hmm. member, you're just like half a second ahead of them and you want to be like, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Curtis. Curtis, no. No. Um, yeah. I did really like the scene where uh, Val Kilmer uh, was like, you're really tough and cool, Kristen Bell. You're tough. Mm-hmm. Once again, me trying to quote this movie and failing. <laughs> Camille, what's your favorite moment? Uh, Yeah, I actually really liked... Yeah, all of the two hander scenes, if we Mm -hmm. call it that. Um, I think he would. Yeah. Uh, Particularly, (laughs) yeah, like their first scene near the end of the movie, Val and Kristen Bell's first scene. It's really good. It's just... It's it's all the things. It's like satisfying that like, ah, he got her, but also not like a Hollywood movie satisfying where you're like, ah, they're not best friends or falling in love what do i do with this information oh Mm. they're not exactly kind to each other and like oh she's not grateful and he's not a hero and oh there's all these things and they're people and they're having a really good conversation yeah Yeah. nor does she even want to go home yeah Yeah. and then you get the whole like one riot one ranger and then she one-ups him and's like king leonidas Mm -hmm. of sparta Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh. That's why it's called Sparta. Yeah. And then he just says, yeah, I think we went to different schools. <laughs> and you're like, oh, 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 yeah, gonna, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, do you have a favorite Val mm-hmm. moment? Oh, God. When I saw this movie for the very first time, way, way back in university, I... Th- was like, how can I get more Val Kilmer movies into my life? This was the movie for me. And I had seen The Saint many, many times to that point. And I had seen Heat many, many times Mm -hmm. to that point. But this was the first movie that I had ever seen where I was like, God, he's good. Mm -hmm. My God, he's good. Um, And it made me go back and uh, re-evaluate and just look and watch Val Kilmer more mm-hmm. because he's so rarely, rarely front and center. Um, so I have to say, like every one of his 
this movie is just is maybe my favorite Val Kilmer performance Mm. in general. I think I said that about Heat, but I'm changing it (laughs) to this one because he's the main, he's the lead. Yeah, he is the Spartan. Yeah. Um, If you were to throw a the in there, Mm -hmm. yeah, he is. He's not the Spartan by Severtech. He's the Spartan by David Mamet. That's right. Uh, and I was saying something at the beginning before we started this that I think this is part of a very, very short-lived Val Kilmer attempt at a renaissance. Yes. Um, renaissance. Yes. Yeah. You were mentioning. Because he's starting to kind of burn out here. Uh, it really, I think, starts In with... In like fame-wise? Uh, as like viable leading man-wise. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're we're rounding the bend here to the end of the podcast. So mm-hmm. I think we should um, talk about, if you want to, the whole like what happened to Val of it all, because um, he starts going, things start looking bad for him around the island of Doctor Moreau. Mm-hmm. And that's way back in ninety. That's ninety six. Six. Yeah. Which um, is almost ten years before this movie. Yeah. 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 And he doesn't really have a true hit because the saint, he's he's lead, but it's a box office failure. Mm-hmm. Prince of Egypt, it's a voice role, so you can't really give that. At first sight, not a, be- a box office hit. Mm-hmm. Joe the King, I didn't see it. Pollock, that's a little bright spot. Yeah, that's at 81%. Yeah, and it's, was a, it was an Oscar play. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Planet, box office failure. Mm-hmm. Salt and Sea, box office failure hard cash direct to video Mm -hmm. and then he starts taking some more supporting roles in like a movie called wonderland where apparently he's Mm -hmm. quite good a movie called the missing which i think has kate blanchett in it Mm. um but he's like doing some of these like he's kind of making a transition into and val kilmer yeah or with val kilmer um, mm-hmm. like Mind Hunters, what we're mm-hmm. gonna be doing, what you guys are gonna be doing pretty soon. Um, and Spartan comes out, and it's his first real leading role since Ghost in the Darkness, since Red Planet, since Red Planet, uh, two thousand. So in four years, it's his first real, and he hasn't been gone. He just hasn't been top build Mm -hmm. like this is his first top build role and it is his only top build role until the 10 commandments the musical (laughs) which we're very excited for. i'm i'm actually completely serious like he's doing all these direct-to-video movies which he's probably top build in but we can't even really count those but he's got this movie, and if this movie was more successful, he also has Kiss Kiss Bang Bang mm-hmm. the very right. next year, yeah. which he completely rocks in. Mm-hmm. He's so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. So good, in fact, that I think you have people who want to be guests on this show like lined up. If you were to be like, hey, would you want to guest on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? And they would be like, yes, if you asked anybody, mm-hmm. they would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we have a couple people vying for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll I mean. make them fight, fight to the death. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and like you look at his Wikipedia notes, and it's his only like, it's his only outside of the MTV Movie Awards where he wins an actual award. He wins the Satellite Award for Best Supporting Actor, and he's nominated for a Saturn Award mm. for it, which are like two fringe awards. But yeah, he's still very, very good in it. And if those two movies would have done more money 
and more box office, I mm-hmm. think we would have seen an actual Val Kilmer renaissance. Mm-hmm. But then it would have been, of course, cut short by mm-hmm. a cancer diagnosis, which mm-hmm. you, you can never really plan for. So Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, there's still time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I really yeah. hope he does come back because this movie fucking rules. There's always Maverick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you have any new news on Maverick? Oh, no. No. Do you have any new news on Maverick? Well, I know it's filming. I know, right. it's, I know it's filming. And uh, Cruz and Kilmer are the only two who are actually reprising the roles from the first film. Mm. That's all you need. Yeah. I think so. Totally. So, that's all. Sweet. Great. Well, well, did we would you, did we miss out on any segments, producer? Craig? Oh, what would you uh, what would you rate this movie? Oh, of course, of course, yes. Uh, <laughs> if if you turned off the podcast when we were uh, meandering with uh, I don't know, fucking uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, here we go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll leave a pause here. What would I rate this podcast? Uh, no, cut. <laughs> what would I rate? Two thousand four Spartan. I would give this movie. Five percentage sign dash closed bracket out of five. Picasso smiley faces. Picasso smiley faces. That's right. Five out of five. Yep. Like an actual five out of five. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. I would give this movie five The Spartans by Severtech out of (laughs) five Appleseed tracking chips. I would also give this movie five out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I was riveted. It makes me so happy that you guys like this movie. It's <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Such a unique and interesting way to approach uh, an action movie. Yeah. Or a thriller. Yeah. And they don't make them anymore. No. Not like not. this. Not like this. No. Um I yeah, I would give this movie um <sighs> I would give this movie four and a half Batman wish fulfillments. (laughs) (laughs) This would make such a good Batman movie. (laughs) Out of five unfulfilled Batman wish fulfillments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Just because there's a moment at the end where I'm, where I'm like, ah, Mm. a little much Mm -hmm. landed on a little thick there. Yeah. With William H. Macy. That part just doesn't work for me, but then it all comes right back when he knifes him in the throat. Yeah. With the Spartan by Severtech. That's right. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Bye. (laughs) Well, bye. (laughs) So hot and cool. So hot and cool.